All right, so we'll say good morning. We'll thank our sponsor, our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Tammuz, Adam, Yudip, and Zev, for dedicating the Shurim and Joshua's this month in honor of their children, Jake, Serena, and Rosie. Our week of learning sponsors, Yehuda and Jennifer Goodhart, in commission of the archite of Jennifer's father, Yishaya Zalman Ben Lazer. And our Dafyomi sponsors today, the Planka family, in commission of the archite of Yaakov Ben Meir, Rabbeinu Tam. Sechat Sadik Livracha. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshamos and Aliyah and the families in the So with that, let us begin. I want to thank Rabbi Kalman Akiva for giving Shir over Shabbos and Sunday. Thank you. Always an incredible job. So with that, let us begin. So today's daf is Samech Dalet 64. And we are going to pick up the Mir Sashem at the two dots on Samech Dalet Amad Aleph. So we have some very interesting Gemaras today. So today, we're going to delve into the case in the Mishnah of Imshel Shem Meis Zeshalov. So this is just a little bit of background. Remember again, the Mishnah, the Mishnah spoke about the case in the beginning of the Perak on, on Samech Bezim with Aleph, spoke about the case of where one of the two animals, one of the two, two Seirim dies. So the Mishnah made a distinction in terms of when the animal is dying, right? There are really three cases. Case number one is where the animal dies before Hagrala, before the lots were drawn. That's the easiest case. Before the lots were drawn, no one's been designated, just replace it, right? If after the lots were drawn, so you've already decided which one was La Hashem, which one was La, La Azazel. So, the, so in that case, the Mishnah says, this is, this is what we're going to focus on. The Mishnah Higriel, I'm just quoting from the Mishnah now for just a moment. If you already did the Hagrol, you already drew the lottery, then, so the Gemara says, Yavi Zug Acher, then you have to go ahead and bring another pair of animals. You have to bring another pair of Seirim and once again draw a new lot. So again, we'll discuss what happens there. And then case number three, case number three is a situation which was the last line of Rabbi Yehuda, of Mishpach Adam. If what happens after, after Hagrava, so you've drawn the lottery, identities have been already assigned to each of the Seirim, you shechted the Seir Lashem, you have the dam, but before you had a chance to go ahead and sprinkle the dam, it spilled. It spilled. So what happens then to the Seir Mishtaleach? So again, we'll get to that case as well. But right now, we're focusing on the following situation. You've done your Hagrava, so you drew the lottery. So you've already decided which one is La Hashem, which one is La Zaza. So let's say just for illustration purposes, the Seir La Hashem dies. It now dies. So you bring another pair of goats. You do another lottery. So I'll say, so obviously, obviously the, the, the one that comes out La Hashem, that's good. What are you going to do with one La Hashem? What do you do with that? That's your replacement, right? That's your replacement. What's the Shaila? What's the Shaila? What do you do with the Seir Lazazel? Because we'll say now at this point in time, you have two Seirim Lazazel. So obviously you can only offer one. So what are you, what, what are you, what are you doing with the two? See, so here we go. Says the, so says the quotation, Im shall shame mace, Zeshala love. So Amarav, so we'll say, Rav, Machlokis Rav Rabbi Yochanan. Amarav, Shani Shevazug Rishon Yikarev, Shani Shevazug, Shani Yire. So we'll say, what's the halacha? You use the seir lazaz. Well, say so one more time, just to be clear on the case. I did. I had my pair, my pair of seirim. I did my hagrah. Did my lottery. One came up Hashem, One came up lazazal. It's amazing. That's always how the lottery works, right? Not a lot of options here, right? One is Hashem, One is lazazal. My seir Hashem dies. I bring another pair of animals. Conduct another lottery. The seir Hashem, easy. That's my replacement. 
Now, now see that I have two Si'ilim La'azazel. Rav says, which one do you offer? Sheni Shebezug Rishon Yikariv, Sheni Shebezug Sheni Yira. Essentially, Rav says, you keep the Si'ir La'azazel from the first pair. You keep all of it. There's nothing wrong with the first Si'ir La'azazel. You keep the first Si'ir La'azazel. What do you do with the second Si'ir La'azazel? You go ahead and you let it graze. Now, also, we know letting it graze, it means what? You let it graze what? Until it develops a mom. Then redeem it, use the money for sacrificial purposes. Now, both and I want to point out, remember, the, the Seir La'azazel is a carbon chatos. Even though we've seen other situations where, where you have a carbon chatos, two carbon chatos, two animals, let's say, and you achieve the tomin through one, generally the second one is left to die. This is what the Mishnah meant when it said that a chatos sibor, a communal chatos, is not left to die. So instead, we let it graze, go ahead and develop a mum, and then sell it off. That's Rav. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Sheni Shabazug Rishon Yira, Sheni Shabazug Sheni Kar. Rabbi Yochanan says, No, we go ahead and we let actually the La'azazel one from the first group graze, and we use the La'azazel one from what? From the second group. So we'll say Rabbi Yochanan's logic is listen, once you're bringing that second, well, we're going to see what his logic is. What he's saying now is pretty much you're just going to use the second group. That, that's what's happening over here. Since you're Lashem, so here's coming from group number two. You'll just use the, the Azaza one from group number two as well. And just let the Azaza one from group number one go ahead and graze until it develops. So we'll say, fundamental machlokes, Rav and Rav Again, Rav telling me I'm going to use the Azaza from group one and let the Azaza from group two graze develop a mum. Ultimately, again, Rabbi Yochanan saying, no, I'm going to use the Azazel from group two and let the Azazel from group one graze. Also, you understand, by the way, I'm just using the shame Azazel example. It, does, it doesn't matter which one died, which one, that, that makes no difference in this case. So, what are they arguing about? What's the Machlokas? So, Rav Savar, this, this is fascinating. Rav Savar Ba'ali Chaim Einon Nidchin. She will say, we've seen this before. Rav holds that in general, Animals, sour sacrificial animals, are not nitchin. They both say nitchin means permanently set aside. Nitcha, to set aside. So uh, let me read it. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan Sarabali Chaim Nitchin. Rabbi Yochanan holds that Bali Chaim sacrificial animals can be or are permanently disqualified. So we'll say, what does this mean? Take a look at Rashi. A nitchin, im ira lohen shas psula dain yichomi talking kishis dabig lo acher. Sorry, for the arminon, holvenitcha yitcha elabishchutin. So let's listen to this case. Imagine the following scenario. Right? You have two sirim. Sir la Hashem, Sir la Zazel. Everything is good. Right? Just one set of animals. Perfect. Now what happens? My Sir la Hashem dies. Both say, what's the status of my Sir la Zazel? What's, my, what's the status? What's the status? Right? It's still Kodesh, but is it usable? No. Right? Right now, remember again, the Sir la Zazel is not usable without what? Without what? A Lashem counterpart, right? Remember, I'm say it's a pair, so it's only usable as a pair. So now again, I've, I do have something that's called the seer. It was designated as a seer lazazel, so it does have kedusha, but it's unusable. That unusability in halach is called nitche. It's set aside for non-use. So the shaila is like this: once something becomes nitche, does it become permanently set aside for non-use, or can it be rotated back into use? So we'll say, what's a good case? Oh, here's a great case. Right? I have a Sir Lashem, Sir Lazazel. So my Sir Lashem dies. Lashem dies. The Azazel is Nidcha. Great. I now bring another pair. I now have a new Sir Lashem. 
Is my old Sirah Azazel from group one, is it technically usable now? Right? Well, it's Machlokes. It depends. If you hold that Ba'alei Chaim Nitchin, if you hold that once a carbon was set aside for non-use, it is forever unusable, then even now the emergence of the new Sir Lashem does not allow for the use of the Azazel from group one. However, if you hold Ba'alei Chaim Enon Nitchin, that no, something could become temporarily unusable. But once you go ahead and fix whatever was broken, it could be rotated back into use then I could use that, oh, we'll call that Azazel from group one as well. So I'll say the Gemara posits that that's the Machlokis Rav and Rav Yochanan. Rav holds, Ein Ba'alichayim Nitchin. It's true that when the Sir Hashem dies, the Azazel becomes unusable. But once you get a new Sir Hashem from group number two, the Azazel from group number one becomes usable again. Shalom al Yisrael. Whereas Rav Yochanan holds that, no, Ba'alichayim Nitchin. Once pretty much you're disqualified, you're out. Once you're disqualified, you are out. So the Gemara says, my time of Rav. So we'll say, where does this come from? I'll just point out, by the way, that in the Olam HaShkafa, this is a profound machlokis as well. Do you hold Ba'ali Chayim Nitchin or Eina Nitchin? So we'll say, it's not just Ba'ali Chayim and not just animals, right? Ba'ali Chayim are people also. So how do we look at our mistakes in life? Right? Do we think that our mistakes profoundly disqualify us forever and remove any possibility of redemption? That once you're nitcha, you're nitcha. Once you mess up, you mess up. You're down and out. That's it. No redemption for you. Or do we hold you, you could temporarily disqualify yourself, right? You could temporarily go ahead and do something which fundamentally pulls the rug from out, out from under yourself and prevent yourself from any future growth. But Lamaisa redemption is always possible. So of course, you know, it's not focused by animals, sacrificial animals. So we know by people how we paskin. Like by people we paskin that ba'alei chayim einan nidchin. That there's no such thing as permanent disqualification. Even if I make a mistake, a mistake may sideline me for some amount of time, but it never has a permanent effect. Okay, and let's get back to animals. So I'll say, so my time in the Rav, so I'll say, where does Rav get this from? This incredible, my time in the Rav, the Yolith b'mechoser zman. This is very interesting. So we'll say, Rav wants to learn this out from Mechosur. We'll say, what's Mechosur? So in yesterday's daf. What's Mechosur's man? Mechosur's man is an animal that's less than eight days old. Right? Remember again, you cannot offer up an animal as a carbon less than eight days. Less than eight days. So Mechosur's man, Rav says like this. This is an animal before eight days. We'll say, what's its status? What's its status? Unusable. Unusable. What happens once it reaches eight days? Usable. So what do you see from here? Even if something was unusable, that does not render it unusable forever. So Bali Chaim Nitrin, it was unusable, now it became usable. You see that even being unusable for some amount of time does not render you forever unusable. So the Gemara says, My time Rav the Yafid Mukhusman, Mukhusman, Lav Afagab Dahashtalo Khazi, even though now now being before eight days, it's not usable. Ki Hadr Mikhzi Shapir Dummy, once it becomes usable, it's great. So to Rav will pause that same thing over here. That halacha say even though when the seir la Hashem dies, the seir la azazel is unusable, but once you go ahead and get yourself a new seir la Hashem, the seir la azazel once again becomes usable. So the Gemara says that's not a good. That's not a good comparison. Me dummy. The reason why that's not really a good, a good comparison is as follows. In the case of the animal less than eight days old, 
it's never been usable. Right? So you both say, the paradigmatic case of Balichaim Nitchin really only applies when? When something was usable, something happened, rendered it unusable, and that factor which rendered it unusable has now been rectified or removed. So the Shailah doesn't become usable again. That's the Shailah Balichaim Nitchin. An animal that was less than eight days old never had a shasa kosher, right? Never had a period of usability. So we don't call that nidcha, right? I will say it's the same way that we wouldn't call an animal in utero nidcha, right? That's, that animal's not nidcha. That animal just is simply unusable. It's just, that, you know, just unusable. So therefore, again, it's not a good raya. Elo, hainu tamid rav. So we'll say, so where does rav get his logic from? Let's remember again, we're still going with the idea that the Machlokes Rav and Rabbi Yochanan is in the concept of Baalei Chaim Nidchin. That once an animal is disqualified, does that disqualification remain forever? Or can the disqualification be removed if the circumstance which created the disqualification is rectified? So Rav says, Baalei Chaim Enon Nidchin, if the disqualification is removed, the animal becomes usable again. And Rabbi Yochanan holds Baalei Chaim Nidchin. We're just trying to figure out where Rav Gleans his sheet from where were they both gleaned their sheet from? Ella, Hainu Tamid Rav. So say, here's where Rav gleans his sheet from. Diyolif Mibal Mum, Mibal Mum over. Both is an interesting case. What happens if an animal has what we call a Mum over? Right? A Mum over. So we'll say, so what does it mean a Mum over? It means a blemish that heals. So an animal could have a Mum which disqualifies it from being offered, but the Mum will heal. The, the Mum will heal. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, if we have time, I'll tell you. We could say about Mum over. I'll tell you right now. So I, I, I remember a number, a number of years ago, we had a scholar, we had a scholar in residence in the, in the shul. This was going back a long time ago. And uh, he asked me how old I was at the time. He was an older gentleman. And I told him how old I was. He says, you're so young. He says, it's too young to be doing what you're doing. So he said, ah, but don't worry about it. He said, youth, it's a mum over. It's a mum over. Don't worry about it. It go, 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 goes, goes away soon enough. Anyway, I so said, thank you for coming. So Gemara says as follows. Hello, how time with the Rav? me bal mum over. So also listen to this. He learned it out from the case of mum over. So we'll say, what's the shot of the mum over? This is fascinating. Bal mum over. So also listen to this. If an animal has a mum over, Right, think about this just a moment. So, animal has a blemish. So, while, right, so let's think about this. Before the blemish, what was the status of the animal? Before the blemish? Kosher. Blemish? Apostle. The blemish heals. So, Rav will say you could use the animal. Right? And by the way, nobody seems to disagree with that. Right? Nobody seems to disagree with that concept. So, once the mum heals, then we're good to go. So to over here, so to over here, the Gemara suggests, Rav holds, that we should say the same thing. So again, remember, the Seir Lashem dies, Azazel becomes disqualified. New Seir Lashem, Azazel number one, should once again become usable again. So the Gemara says, so by the way, where do you know that halacha? By a Baal Mum over, that once the Mum heals, halacha lamais, again, the animal is usable again. Kimash chasam bahem mum bum. As well as the Pasik says, Kimash chasam bahem. Ultimately, again, the disqualification or literally destructiveness is in it. Mum bum. The mum is in the animal. Mum bum hu It's only when the animal has the mum 
that the animal is sacrificially unusable. However, mumon yiratsu. But if the mum goes away, the animal is usable. So therefore, I will say, halacha lemaisa, Rav is going to learn out his stance from bal mum over. Just like in a case of a mum over, once the mum heals, the animal is usable again. So it's usable, unusable during the mum, but once the mum heals, the animal is usable again. So to over here, the seir la'azazel, is un- you, it was usable when his counterpart was alive. Then its counterpart died, the seir la'ashem died, unusable. When you do a second lottery, now you have a, replace, a replacement seir la'ashem. The first seir la'azazel should once again become usable. I so what does Rabbi Yochanan do with this? Because remember again, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. Rabbi Yochanan holds that once the seer Lazazal, the first the first seer Lazazal set aside for non-use, you can't use it again. So where does he learn? So what does he do with this whole drasha? Rabbi Yochanan miet rachmana bahem heim hu dechi avar muman yiratsu. Sorry, will say you're right, Rav. I agree with you by a mum over. I agree with you in that case by a blemish that heals. But ultimately, again, the Torah goes out of its way to go ahead and discuss and highlight the idea that this halacha is unique to a bal mum over. The Gemara says it's only bahem. It's only it's only it's miet rachmana bahem. The Torah says bahem in it. It's only dafka kimash chasam bahem mum bam. It's only in this specific circumstance where after the disqualification goes away, that the animal once again becomes fit. But that doesn't apply in other cases. In other cases, what do we say? Right? It's only by mum over where Rabbi Yochanan will agree with Rav, but in the other cases of disqualification, once the animal, sacrificial animal is disqualified, the disqualification remains forever. Rav, hahu bahem, so we'll say, Rav says, that Bahem comes to teach you a different halacha. But now they're just arguing on the drasha. That, that Bahem comes to teach you a different drasha. What's the different drasha? That ultimately, again, when the animal has a mum by itself, in other words, when that animal stands alone, it cannot be used as a sacrificial item. This is very interesting. What happens if that animal gets mixed in with other animals? Or for example, really, it doesn't mean the animal, rather it means limbs of the blemished animal gets mixed in with other animals. For example, Kidisnan, Eivarim Tmimim Be'evarim Ba'ali Mumin. We'll say, what happens if you know that you have sacrificial limbs from a complete animal, which means a kosher carbon, mixed in with limbs from an animal that has a mum? We'll say, in, words, in this case over here, you shechted an animal, a carbon, and then only afterwards, only after you did the, right, even after you did the hakraba, you realize that it's a ba'mum. And now you have sacrificial limbs all mixed together. Limbs from kosher carbonos, limbs from bali mumin. So what do you do? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Lazar Omer, Im karav shal echan mehem, yikrivu kalarashin kulon. Karav shal echan mehem, yikrivu kalakraayim kulon. So Rabbi Lazar says, essentially, whatever you've already offered, offer up that unit. So if you offered up the head, right, you could offer up all of the heads. You offered up the legs, you could offer up all of the legs. In other words, whatever you've done, You've done, but don't do the rest. 
No, no, no. Whatever you've offered, obviously you've offered already, but whatever you haven't offered, ultimately take out to the base Hashifa. Base Hashifa means you burn it outside of the base Hamikdash. Remember, again, Abosai, in general, is offering up the limbs a necessity for the effectiveness of a carbon? No. Remember, again, once we get past Zrika, once we get to Zrika, we're good. We're going to the Chum say, why, why enter into the world of doubt? If you, whatever you burnt, you burnt already. You can't do anything about that. But let me say anything else, take out to the base Hasrefa. V'idach, supposedly Rabbi Yochanan will say, Nafgalei mi bam bahem. So ultimately, Rabbi Yochanan will learn this out from the drasha of bam bahem. V'idach, bam bahem lo darish. Good. So we'll say in other words, because it says both bam and bahem. And Rav, Rav doesn't darish in bam bahem. Fine. Ulu Rav. So we'll say, so this, so the Gemara is suggesting, let, let's refocus over for just a moment. There are machlokes, our machlokes, so I'll say about, do we go ahead, and now remember, I have two si'irim, si'ir la'ashem dies, I do another lottery, bring another two goats, I have now my replacement si'ir la'ashem, but I now also have a second si'ir la'azazel. So which si'ir la'azazel am I using for the service? Rav says, number one, si'ir la'azazel from the first group. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, Sri from the second group. And now the Gemara's positive answer, Machlokas, is do we say, nitrin o nitrin? Do we say once a common has been disqualified, that disqualification remains forever or not? Rav holds the disqualification is not eternal, right? And therefore, again, once you go ahead and remedy the disqualification, the carbon becomes usable again. Therefore, again, the Sirla Azazel was only disqualified when there was no counterpart. But once you find it a counterpart, another Sirla Hashem, Sirla Azazel number one once again becomes usable. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, once disqualified sacrificially, forever disqualified sacrificially, where does Rav get his shita from? Bal mum over. That's where Rav's raya comes from. Beautiful. The idah, so I'm sorry, the Gemara says, Ulurav, Nihi Nami, the Ba'alichaim, Enonitchen. So let's listen to this. So the Gemara says, fine. Now I, I understand where Rav is coming from. I now understand where he's coming from. So Ba'alichaim, Enonitchen. Well, if that's the case, Eboy Hainakriv, Eboy Hainakriv. Why does Rav say, I have to use Seir number one? According to Rav, what should be the halacha? I should be able to use what? What? Whichever one I want. Right? Because now I really do have a choice. I have two valid si'irim. So let me use si'ir number one. Let me use si'ir number two. Why does Rav Dafka say I have to use si'ir number one? Amar Rava, Rav Savala Karabiyosi. Oh, Rav holds like Rabiyosi. What does Rabiyosi say? The Amar Mitzvah Berishon. Because Rabiyosi says in general, the mitzvah is always used to use the first thing. To always use the first thing. The Rabiyosi says the Gemara, okay, which, which Rabiyosi are you referring to? Which Rabiosi? Inema Rabiosi de Kupos. I will say a little bit taking us back to Shkalim. A for us says Rabiosi by Kupos, right by the collection box is the Shofros. This none. Shalosh Kupos, Shal Shalosh, Shalosh Sin. You have three boxes, collection boxes, each holding three sin. Shevahen Tarmenes Halishka. But say from them you remove money. For the carbonos, carbonos zebra, v'kasev alein aleph beis gimel, and it says aleph beis gimel on these kupos. The tanya amra biosi lama kasev alein aleph beis gimel. Why do you have to number them or letter them aleph beis gimel? Leida eizamehem nisrama rishon lahavi emena rishon shemitzvah berishon. Biosi says because I want to know which one filled up first, because I want to take from the coins of the ones that filled up first. Why mitzvah berishon? 
So we'll say, here you see Rabbi Yossi holds that in general. I will say, mitzvah, if you think about it, mitzvah is just like, a, it's just Rabbi Yossi's like logical stance, right? This is the first item that was set aside for the mitzvah. And therefore, again, this should be the first item, the first item taken out. Uh, right, where's, where, where's Yachmiel Noodleman? I saw him here before. Right, is Yachmiel here? Okay, I saw him here before. Right, this, this is FIFO. Right, it's FIFO, right? It's our, it's our first in, first out. Right, so that, that's Mitzvah Barishon. So the Gemara says, Dilma Shiny Hasam, Deba Idna Dis Chaze Kamaisa, Lois Chazi Basraison. That's not really a good raya. Why? Because in the case of Shkalim, in the case of Shkalim, I will say, remember, again, it's possible that when the coins were there in the first collection box, they were not yet there in the second one. So in other words, you don't necessarily have items that are concurrently present. So therefore, again, because the first one was there even before the second one ever existed. Rather, when we say that Rabbi Yossi holds mitzvah barishon, it's Rabbi Yossi of Pesach. What Rabbi Yossi of Pesach? Say this non interesting case. Hamafish pischal va'avad. Let's listen to this case. I separated out a current Pesach and I lost my carbon. Now, I lost my carbon also before I shechted it. Right? In other words, it ran away. It ran away. What happens? Vehefish achar tachtov. And bar Hashem, I find it. And both say, I find it before chatzos on Erev Pesach. So now comes Chatzos, what do I have? What do I have? Two lambs. Two lambs. So the Gemara's Vakran, the Sarishon, Farishkin, Omdin, and they're both standing right in front of me now. So what's the Shiloh? What's the Shiloh? Which one should I use? So the Gemara says, The Chum say, you use whichever one you want. Right? You use whichever one you want. By the way, what's the status of the second one? Shlamim. Shlamim. Right? The Bosa, remember again, it's a Shlamim you offer it up whenever you want. It's carbon Shlam. Beautiful. Rabbi Yossi says, no. Mitzvah Barishon. Rabbi Yossi says, no, you really should go ahead and use the Rishon. Ultimately, again, Rabbi Yossi, because Rabbi Yossi says, listen, this is the first, Rabbi Yossi, so again, Mitzvah Barishon just says, this is the first thing you consecrated. This is the first thing you consecrated, and therefore you should go ahead and use it. However, again, what the caveat Rabbi Yossi does give is, if the second one is more zafdig, right, the second one is a, is a nicer carbon, then you could go ahead, then, then, ultimately, again, the issue is, so what's this, Rabbi Yossi? Yossi, you know, there's a profound, there's a profound, most Rabbi Yossi sheet, also in Mitzvah which is also a yisod of, finish up what you started. And I will say, sometimes the greatest challenge in life is we get started on things, because there's that new project, that new initiative, excitement, and then what happens? It gets lost, it gets lost, and then I move on to something else, and so many of us have like, you know, you know, closets full of half-started projects, right? Of half-started initiatives, of dreams that began to materialize but kind of failed to launch. Rabbi Yossi says, mitzvah barishon. Whatever you started, finish it up. Finish it up, right? You, you, you went ahead, you started with this current Pesach, finish up with this current Pesach. You started with the Yishkalim, finish up with the Yishkalim. You started with this Seir Lazazel, finish up with this Seir Lazazel. Whatever you start in life, Finish it before you move on to something else. So I will say, so therefore, again, just to tie this up for just a moment. So therefore, the Gemara is suggesting that the Shita of Rav is really comprised of two parts. Right? Rav has a two-part Shita, two-pranked Shita. Part number one is Ba'alei Chaim Enon Nidchin. That even if a carbon becomes disqualified, if the disqualifying factor is remedied and removed, the carbon once again becomes usable. 
So therefore, again, Rav says you could use Seir La'azazal, number one, because now it has a new counterpart of a Seir La'ashem from group number two. I, but why does Rav want me dafka to use Seir number one? I understand if Rav says you can use Seir number one if you want to, La'azazal number one if you want to, but why do I have to? Uh, because Rav also says Rabbi Yossi of Mitzvah Berishon. That whenever you have multiple animals with the same sacrificial identity, it is better to use the first animal consecrated. Beautiful. Says the Gemara Amar Rava. Rava says, It was very interesting. We have, so Rav suggests that the Mishnah really reflects the view of Rav, and we have a Braisa which reflects the view of Rabbi Yochanan. So let's analyze. So Masnisin Kavase de Rav, our Mishnah reflects the view of Rav. Diktani im shalshem meis. Because remember, you will say, what was, what was the Mishnah's case? The Mishnah's example was, I have my Seir Lashem, my Seir Lashem, my Seir Lashem dies, dies. And then what happens? The Mishnah goes in and says, Zeh sha'Allah alav agora l'shem yiskayim tachtov v'idach kidikoi koi. So I will say, again, remember, if you, if you remember the Lashon of the Mishnah, so the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said, um, right, I have my two seer, Seir Lashem, Seir Lazazal. My Seir Lashem dies. So remember again, what's the process of the Mishnah? I'm just going to read, I'm quoting you from the Mishnah now. Yavi Zug Acher, bring another pair of animals. V'yagril Aleim, conduct another lottery. V'yomar im shalshem meis, zeh sha'ala hagora lashem yiskayim tachtov. And what's the Lashon of the Mishnah is that the one that comes out with the lottery of Lashem, Lashem, is the replacement. What doesn't the Mishnah make any mention of? Da'azazel. Da'azazel. So Rava is suggesting, based on that, you see, that according to the Mishnah, why doesn't the Mishnah make any mention of the Sir Azazel? Because the Mishnah presupposes that which Azazel goat are you using? Number one. Number one, which was is, is actually, it's, it's an excellent diok, right? Remember again, I was like, because if you are using Seir La'azazel number two, really the Mishnah should have told me that. That halach I'm using Seir number two. The fact that the Mishnah doesn't say anything about the Seir La'azazel, rather again, look, look once more. The Gemara says, the, uh, the Im Shal Shemes, right? When the, when the Seir number one of La'ashem dies, Zesh Alav Alav Agor La'ashem is kind of, the new replacement Seir La'ashem becomes Seir La'ashem, and again, but yet we assume the Mishnah presupposes that the Seir La'azazel remains as is, which tells me that according to the Mishnah, it's clear I'm using Seir number one. Seir La'azazel number one, like the position of Rav. Fine, so I'll say, so the Mishnah is in line with the position of Rav. But I have a Bryce like Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan holds that which Seir La'azazel do you use? Number two, why? Let's just remember this, why? Why? Bali Chaim Nitchin, right? Because Rabbi Yochanan holds, we haven't really spent so much time on the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan, but once, once, a, once a carbon is disqualified, it remains disqualified. So what is a diktani? Because we learned, Shani, any Odea, Im Shani Shebezug, Rishon, Im Shani Shebezug Shani. Because we'll say ultimately, again, what did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said Shani. You go ahead and you bring a second one. So I don't know what is that referring to. Is that referring to the Shemli Shebezugrishon? Is that telling me that ultimately, again, I should be using the Seir La'azazel from the first group, Im Shemli Shebezugsheni? Or should I be using the second goat, which is the Seir La'azazel, from the second group? Kishu Omer, Ya'amot Chai, 
when it says ultimately again it shall be standing living, velo shechavero meis. So we'll say, interestingly enough, so what Rabbi Yochanan is positing is as follows. This, the Torah calls, the Torah calls the Seir La'azazel, the Sheni, right? It calls it the Sheni. So the Gemara says, well, first of all, I'm sorry, take a look at Rashi just a moment. Sheni in Yodea, Amasni Sakai, Sheni Sheshaninu Alav Yira. Let me quote you from the mission again. So Rabbi Yochanan says like this. Rabbi Yochanan says that after you go ahead, right? So remember again, the Seir Hashem dies, I bring a brand new pair of goats, do a new lottery, get my replacement, Seir Hashem. Good. Then the Mishnah said, Vasheni Yira Achiyistaiv. The second one, the second one grazes until it develops a mum and then goes ahead and is sold off. So Rabbi Yochanan says, This is Sheni, any Odea im Sheni Shebizogrishon. Now Rabbi Yochanan will say, that's a very ambiguous Lashen. Right? So the Mishnah says, now Abish will say, I know, I have, I, have, I have an issue, right? What's my issue? I have two Seirim La'azazel. So obviously I can only offer up one of them. So the Mishnah says, the second one, which is the surplus Seir La'azazel, goes out to graze until it develops a mum, then you sell it off, use the money for sacrificial purposes. So Rabbi Yochanan says, here's the problem. I don't know which Shani the Mishnah is referring to. Right? The Gemara says, I don't know. Is it referring to the second Seir of group number one or the second Seir of group number two? Which one is the Shani? Which one is the surplus Seir Lazazel? Kishu Omer, Ya'amod Chai. When the Pasik says, when the Pasik says, Ya'amod Chai Lefne Hashem. Right, the Pasik speaks about the Seirim and says they have to be standing living before, or still standing living, below Shechavero Meis. So both say the Din of Sirla Azazel has to be one that is standing together with its living counterpart, and not a Seir La Azazel whose counterpart has died. Look at Rashi just a moment. So Shechavero Meis, below Shechavero Meis. So Rabbi Yochanan posits you cannot use a Seir La Azazel whose counterpart has died. Ya'amod chai v'lo shekvar amar l'ki rashi v'nitcha al yedei misas chavero v'achshav huba l'achzor v'la'amod l'amod ya'amod chai amida achos v'lo sh'te'amidos. Well, this is very interesting. Rabbi Yochanan posits the Braisa that the Pasuk says ya'amod chai l'fnei Hashem that the the sir la'azazel has to stand together with its living counterpart before Hashem. The Seir La'azazel only gets to stand one time. Yamod Chai is singular. Yamod is singular, right? Stand, singular, before Hashem. Rabbi Yochanan posits the Seir La'azazel could only stand one time before Hashem with his counterpart. If you use the Seir of group number one, how many times is it standing before Hashem? Twice. One time with its first Seir, Seir La'ashem, Allah Vashalom, right? And then the second time with the second Seir La Hashem, Yibadullah Chaim Tovim Lashalom, right? So we'll say, so again, Rabbi Yochanan says it doesn't work that way. It's one Amida. It's only one standing per Seir La Azazel. Therefore, by definition, you must only be using the Seir La Azazel from the second group. Velos, the Gemara says, Kishu Omer Yamor Chai, Velos Meis. It's got to be standing with its living counterpart. And to not use a seer la zazel whose counterpart has died. So my mashma, so what's the hearing? My spells out my mashma, yamod chai. I don't say what's the drush of yamod chai, it shall stand living below shekvar amad. So as yamod chai means it must be standing now and not that it already stood. In other words, 
every seer gets one Amidah before Hashem, right? That's when you draw the lots, you assign the identities, and then everybody moves on. So you move on. If you go ahead and you use the seer from group number one, that seer effectively stands before God twice. And Rabbi Yochanan says, that's just not part of the process. So I just want to point out something very interesting. That really what you see, that according to Rabbi Yochanan, really, again, his ikershita, right, his core, his core idea is ba'ali chayim nidchin. Once the animal becomes disqualified, it's disqualified. That's like the halachic principle. The Yomar is quoting this additional bright, so there's also in Rabbi Yochanan a, a, a pasuk problem. That the pasuk says when describing the process for the seer, yamod chai, the seerim stand before God once. And if you, if you end up using seer la'azazel number one with seer la'hashem from group number two, effectively seer la'azazel number one has two amidos. It stood with seer la'ashem number one, and now it's going to stand with seer la'ashem number two. And that's just in violation of the biblical process. So tzinan, we learned, va'od am rabbi huda, furthermore, say so this is quoting the end of the Mishnah. Va'od am rabbi huda, nishpach adam yamosu mishtalech. So we'll get into this case. Rabbi Yochanan says as follows, Rabbi Yudha says as follows. In this case, Rabbi say, I have already shechted the seer la'ashem, I'm already about to engage in the blood service. And in the, on my way, the coin Gadol's way to engage in the blood service, he spills the blood. He spills all the blood. In that case, Yamos HaMishtaleach. Ultimately, again, the Mishtaleach is put to death. So the Gemara says, Mesa Mishtaleach. Similarly, again, if the Mishtaleach died, Yishbol Chadam. Ultimately, again, the blood is spilled out. So Bisham, Rabbi Yochanan, Chaim Nitchin. So this case makes sense, according to Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because Rabbi Yochanan holds, essentially, once something becomes disqualified, it's forever disqualified. So if you go ahead and you spill the blood, the mishtaleach, which is the seer la'azazel, is no longer usable, you let it die. Right? Ultimately, again, if the mishtaleach dies, you have to spill out the blood because it's unusable. Mishum hachi yomos ha-mishtaleach. Elo, l'rav d'rav bali chayim eno nitchin, amay yomos ha-mishtaleach. But we'll say, according to Rav, who holds bali chayim are not nitchin, so even in a case where you spilled the blood, why does the seer la'azazel have to die? Listen, no, 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 you're, you're mixing and matching. The end of the Mishnah, which reflects this view of Rabbi Yehuda, is a different shita. Rav says, I will admit the fact that my position is not in conformance with Rabbi Yehuda. My position is conformance with the view of the Rabbanon, which is the view that is espoused in the beginning of the Mishnah. So, so according to Rav, ultimately, again, this is the point of contention between Rav Yudin and the Rabbanon. So we'll say, if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says, actually, we have to look at Rashi here. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, ultimately, again, what are the Rabbanon and Rabbi Huda arguing about? So ultimately, I'm going to say their point of contention would be that which Rava said, that the Mishnah aligns with the position of Rav. So both say, the Gemara just kind of added that last piece, and we'll loop back to that for just a moment. But before we move on, before we move on, who do we paskin like? Both say, I'm going to give you the halach of the Maisa a little bit prematurely, only because it's going to help us a little bit in the formulation of tomorrow's daf as well. So both say, we, we, we kind of stand here with a dramatic machlokes, right? So first of all, 
a more general machlokis of Baalei Chaim Nitchin or Baalei Chaim Enon Nitchin. Right? Ultimately, again, our sacrificial animals, if they're disqualified, is that disqualification eternal or not? Rav says it is not. Once you take care of the disqualifying factor, the animal becomes usable again. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, once disqualified, forever disqualified. Machlok, so say, so again, how do we apply that to this case? I have Masir Lashem, Sir Lazazel, Sir Lashem dies. We know the process. Bring another two pairs. Bring another, right? Bring another two animals. Do another, do another lottery. And now find my Sir Lashem. Great. So I have my replacement Sir Lashem. What, which Sir Lazazel do I use? So Rav will say number one. Rabbi Yochanan will say number two. I, why does Rav say number one? Rav should really say what? Why should he say what? Whichever one you want. Why does Rav Davka say number one? Rabbi Yossi, Mitzvah Well, listen to this. So the Raman Paskins in Hilchos Yom Kippurim, Perekei Halacha Tesvav. Meis Echad Mehen. If one of the animals dies. So we'll say, so again, obviously, it's obvious, the Raman does begin with the case of if, you, if one of the animals died before you did the lottery, that's the easy case. What do you do if the animal dies before the lottery? What do you do? Just bring another animal. That, that's, that's easy. So he goes on, he says, fine. So whichever animal died, so you got you bring another set of animals, do the lottery. So for, let's just go with the simple example that the Mishnah used. If the Seir La Hashem died, you bring another two animals, do a lottery, do a lottery, and halacha lemaisa, which everyone comes up Lashem, that is the replacement animal. Now listen to this. And paskins like Rav. That ultimately, again, the second animal of the second pair. The second animal of the second is the animal that I didn't really need. I don't need that animal. So in our, in our example, we've been using the entire time the Seir La'azazel. So Seir La'azazel from group number two, which is the Seir La'azazel that I don't really need. Halacha Lamais, again, what do you do with that Seir? Nothing. You let it graze, you let it graze, develop a mum, then sell it off, and ultimately, again, the proceeds used for Nedaba. So the Raman Paskins, Halacha Lamaisa, like Rav. Number one, that Baalei Chaim Einon Nitchin, that's really the, 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 the meta principle, right? Baalei Chaim Einon Nitchin, even after a sacrificial animal has been disqualified, if disqualification is remedied, the animal once again becomes usable, and Halacha Lamaisa, I will use the Seir La'azazel from group number one, and the Seir La'azazel from group number two, set out the pasture, develop a mum, use the proceeds for an adabra. We'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up Emirat Hashem with this sugi tomorrow.